This episode of Nomad Athlete Radio is brought to you by Thrive Market. Thrive Market is an online membership-based market on a mission to make healthy living easy and affordable for everyone. Join Thrive Market today and get $80 in free groceries by going to thrivemarket.com slash no meat. This episode is also brought to you by our very own Complement Essential, the perfect complement to a plant-based diet with just the hard-to-get nutrients and nothing else. Now coming in a 100% biodegradable pouch. Learn more at lovecomplement.com and use code NOMEAT at checkout to save $10 off your first order. Hi, this is Hope. This is Kareem. Hi, this is Katie from Washington, D.C., and you're listening to NOMEAT Athlete Radio. Matt, you'll be excited to hear some 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 fitness news of mine. Oh yeah, was it uh, was it the classic go on vacation and get get excited about fitness idea, <laughs> which happens sometimes to me? Yeah, you know, actually that did happen, but that's not what I'm here to share today. Okay. Um, but that that definitely happened because you went you go on vacation and you treat your body like garbage, and then you come back and you want to. <laughs> that's, that's not what I was referring to. Oh, I was referring to you go away, you suddenly have like more time and space in your day. You wake up early and you feel all energized. Oh, and you're like, oh, like wow, while gonna, you're on vacation. Yeah, like I'm going to go for a run or I'm going to go play tennis or I'm going to do something that I wouldn't no, no, that, that definitely did not happen. <laughs> did, did not. Okay. <laughs> uh, but no, the the, uh, the fitness news that I have to share today is that I finally have access to a pool bar, a real one, not a kid's playground pool bar. Oh, okay. Is it the Iron Gym? The $5 no, it is not. It's not one of the home, but it's in okay. like two blocks away. The park, uh, a, a park about two blocks away, just got one of those like fitness equipment things, like around a little path. You know what yes. I'm talking about? Yep. Um, and uh, and one of them is pool bar. Oh, that's really so, nice. So I've been going down there every day. Uh huh. In casual, uh, either while I'm like I swing by when I'm on my way back from a run, or um, or if we're like walking with the girls or something. Uh huh. Try to do a couple pull ups. Yep. Uh, so finally, I'm I'm, re, I'm reinvigorating, I'm reigniting my pull up, <laughs> my <actually laughs> pull up goal from 2021. Except this time, you have pull-ups. a bar to actually use to do pull ups on. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. I don't have to do like uneven bars on a playground or, or, or something like that. <laughs> I love I love the image of Doug going shirtless to the playground. <laughs> um, so I have two things about that. One, okay. You should also have you have you seen my stuff about the hanging leg raise that I've been trying to do recently? I have, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's I really have enjoyed doing it. I don't know why. It's like it's one of these things. I was never into this type of fitness stuff when I was younger at all. I just didn't. I don't know. You know, you you want to get get gains and get uh, get. I guess they call it swole, right? Is that what? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So very different from like having anything resembling a practice, right? Where like you're trying to improve the form and you're not adding any. There's no weights involved. You're just trying to get a little bit better each day. Um, but I've been doing that. Like uh, as, as The kettlebells thing is very similar to that. Uh, but this idea of like doing a leg raise where when most people, th- when I heard hanging leg raise, I thought it meant start with hanging from the bar and then you get your feet up to where your legs are parallel with the ground, yep. right? Like straight out from your hips. But mm-hmm. a, a real hanging leg raise has them basically going vertical. So your shins are touching the bar, your ankles are touching the bar and, and you're trying not to, lean back a whole lot and like use much upper body uh so it's just like a lower abdominal kind of core thing but okay. it's been a really fun thing to try and like because what's fun about it and this is how a lot of things are fun this way when they start out and you do like what i used to think was the hanging leg raise and you're like there's no possible way i can like you try to move and you can't budge beyond that point it just feels impossible but 
you start working on it a little bit, there's different techniques you can do. Like you can do it on the ground, leaning back, holding a lower bar or something. There's lots of things you can do. But eventually you start to make progress. And it's, I don't know, I've just really, really enjoyed like seeing small progress every day. So anyway, if you find yourself interested, go read my uh, go read my compliment newsletter thing and click the links. And, I will. And start, I will. Do, do one of those while you're, after your pull-up set is done. But, you know, so it's funny you bring that up because uh, right after that compliment newsletter went out, mm-hmm. I... Um, I was flipping through Instagram and saw the reel with Nimai Delgado, uh-huh. and uh, and he was it was a reel with him and another plant based. I, I saw uh, this too. Fitness guy, and they were like the doing stupidest post, like side by side, yeah. like <laughs> like doing it in kind of unison, you know, yeah, like synchronized leg lifts. And I was like, you know what, Matt and I should do that. <laughs> How hilarious would it be if you and I did synchronized like <laughs> gym workouts? Yeah, that is a very different uh, that is a very different brand than ours, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, I, I laughed when I saw that too. It's good. I'm glad, I'm glad people can see that and be impressed. Perhaps I guess that the plant based diet can, can yeah, yeah, power yeah. that kind of mm-hmm. workout. But anyway, good. Um, <laughs> but you know what? I the other thing I was going to say is that I really love that idea of those outdoor workout stations that are like along paths or whatever. Uh, Okay. I always I don't know. I, I first encountered one in Spain, and since then have just noticed more of them in the U.S. I'm sure they've been here, but I just see them popping up more. Uh, I just uh, and I, I you see older people on them a lot. I do at least, and I always just think like that is such a um, I don't know blue zones ish thing to me that you could be out for a walk and you might just stop on your walk and do a little bit of this uh, instead of like I don't know the the going to the gym mission where like it's this big thing it just feels like it's a little bit more incorporated into a lifestyle yeah. if yeah. you were to take a walk every day and do this or take a run and do this or you know some sort of recreation or leisure sort of activity that you're just doing and you happen to do this when you're when you're there uh i've never actually you know lived near one where i can just consistently do that but it has always appealed to me in the same way that a lot of the blue zone stuff does it just it just seems like a nice uh picture of a, of a very healthy lifestyle you know, but, I, I I love that, and I completely agree because I can't imagine going there and being like, okay, this is going to be my gym, or or I'm going to do like a full like 45 minute workout, right, right. But you know, as I'm walking the girls, if I can go and do a couple pull ups, or if I'm out for a run and just happen to be swinging by that, you know, which is kind of what I've been doing, try to do a couple pull ups, then like uh, you know, it's just a great way to kind of integrate different types of exercises into into what you're doing and, and just having it there, you know, along the path yeah. right next to you. It just, it's like inviting you. It's like calling you to actually right. go and do it. Right. Um, this one is cool. I, you'll appreciate this too, because I saw another post you made about uh, climbing a rope is that <laughs> so, yeah, this, this whole uh, setup <laughs> was donated by the, the VFW, the veterans of foreign wars. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so they've, they've kind of designed it to be like, I don't, I don't know if the, it it feels like kind of military boot camp style. Uh-huh. Um, and so they have a giant climbing rope that's like 15 feet off the ground. Oh, really? Oh, that's mm-hmm. cool. With a bell on top, so when you reach the top, you can ding nice. the bell. Nice, yep. And then, uh, uh, what do they call it? I don't even know what to call it. The rings, like the two mm-hmm. rings side by side. I, I want to get those. I want to get those installed in my little garage gym. Awesome. I think that they, would... they, I can't do anything on them. <laughs> no, I'm sure it's impossible if you haven't haven't trained. Them. Yeah. I mean, it's it's like it's comical uh-huh. uh, how how ineffective I am at them. But uh, I don't know. It's just a it's a it's and then of course like the other ones you see like the dip 
the even bar yeah. dip things yeah. and that kind of stuff and the sit ups and that kind of thing. But yeah, I, anyway, body weight cool exercise is good. It's a good yeah. thing. Um, that rope climb. I was going to mention that in this context. That was another thing where like I walked by it on the boardwalk and I was like, this is so cool. Like I, w- I wish I had a twenty five foot rope near my house and I just always walk by it because it would be a great thing to do. And then I thought maybe I'll install that in my garage, but it's not high enough to really get too much of a workout. Um, but I, I don't think I had ever climbed a rope before. And I, what I didn't put in the Instagram post was that I had just had lunch at a brewery. So I had a beer and some <laughs> sips of Aaron's uh, beer flight. Uh-huh. And I was, we were walking back and I was like, there's a rope. I'm gonna try to climb it. Cause the kids also were <laughs> wanting to do this stuff. <laughs> And it was just like, a, I don't know, I've never done a rope climb, didn't do that in high school. Uh, we didn't have that. And I just thought, well, you know, doing all this hanging stuff now, maybe I can climb the rope. And I was really surprised at how it worked. Like, you, there's a, apparently there's a technique to it. Holden taught me it. I didn't know it. But you, like, cross your legs so that you kind of create mm-hmm. a little step out of the out of the rope. Yep. Uh, and I don't want to say it was easy because it wasn't easy at all. It, it really it killed me, especially after the beer. Uh, and, and by the way, when I was at the top of this thing, which I didn't really intend to go to the top. I just sort of started climbing. I was like, oh, but I reached the top, and I'm going to go touch the bar at the top. And when I got up there, I was like, it's actually sort of dangerous like yeah. to be that high up. And and if you were like I was, where you're not really – you hadn't trained on a rope. You're not like gradually getting stronger and stronger on this thing. You just are one burst of energy. And then like I didn't conserve any energy to come down. I thought <laughs> – I think you get to the top, and there's just like a fireman slide down the pole. But – I, you make it about two feet doing that, and your hands are on fire from the rope mm. burning them. So you have to be exerting all this effort to go down the thing, too. And I was thinking, like, if you if you were in somewhat worse shape than me, you probably could still find a way to get to the top. But if you weren't expecting that you just go down, like, you might you might just have to drop off. I mean, you really could fail at the top. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. So anyway, not, not to call these things out as dangerous. Who knows? I was just surprised at how, at how like, that it actually could be a dangerous thing. Uh, wow. But it was really fun, and I loved it, and it was like it was really exhilarating. I had to go lay down in the hotel after that because I was like, that, it just killed me. <laughs> like, I couldn't like the rest of the day. I was like, my muscles were shaky. Like it just killed me. Wow. Uh, wow. Yeah. So on one hand, I was impressed that I had done it. On the other hand, I was like, man, like uh, like that thirty second effort wiped me out for the whole day. But that's that's kind of good though. I mean, you know, like it was good. Of- it was a good feeling. Like those, I don't know, like those types of things, those little, and and my kettlebell guy says to work these things into your life like not he more bigger things like that like if you're not a runner enter a 10k and find a way to get it done or you know carry a rucksack or whatever but these like really hard efforts that you don't really know if you can do them but you try them and and you manage to do it i don't know like i'm making a big deal out of a simple rope climb but it just (laughs) felt like i don't know it was it was just one of those things where like it, it it wasn't just a workout it felt like it was something that was actually fun and like an accomplishment yeah yeah so I love that's that. why i wish i had that i wish i had a rope all the time so you well you should move back to move back to black mountain i, I guess so <laughs> um yeah no i think do, i mean do you have space oh no you said you were gonna do the uneven or the the, the rings not yeah the, i don't know how high the ceiling is in the garage it's it's i mean it's it's fairly high but it's probably 10 or 12 feet i don't know uh so you wouldn't i mean you'd be able to climb five feet on the rope but it wouldn't be worth it the kids want it but i said said if i get the rings i can get a little system where they you know lock and unlock and then we can just put a rope up when we want Mm-hmm. I do. I used to in co- in college. I did. Uh, we had like a, a really nice climbing gym in the mm-hmm. on campus, and uh, and then had a bunch of friends who were big climbers. So I would go out with them sometimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would never call myself a big climber, but you know, definitely enjoyed the gym. And um, 
uh, but I haven't really done any climbing since then. And I went over to a friend's house who had like a boulder wall that they had built in, mm-hmm. in their garage and mm-hmm. um, was just playing around with that. And it was the same, same experience. You know, I spent maybe five or 10 minutes on this thing because, you know, we weren't there to do that. We were there to hang out. And, right. Um, uh, but I just I just did it for a few minutes and was just totally wiped out. I mean, it's like sore for me. <laughs> it's, yeah. like, it's crazy how like, I don't know, how how different simple activities you know just climbing can uh can be so taxing on your body if you're not if you're not used to doing it but then you get then you work those muscles and you get used to it and you can do it for hours you know right yeah and so like the rope climb i almost brought up rock climbing as well or or whatever this is simulated rock climbing Mm -hmm. uh it's the same feeling like i've only done a very very little bit of that a small amount in college just our gym had a big climbing wall and Mm -hmm. uh it was the same feeling you get to the top and it was like I don't know. It was like a little bit more than a workout. It was just this really fun thing that was a little bit exhilarating because you might fall, and even though you, you know, someone's there to, whatever it's called, belay you or something. Uh, belay, belay. So like it wasn't dangerous, but it just it, your body doesn't know that it's not dangerous, or your head doesn't know it's not dangerous. You know, like it's yeah, just right, right, right. Uh, yeah, I'm excited about that. We joined the. I think I mentioned the Whitewater Center before, didn't I? Uh-huh. In Charlotte, yeah. So we joined that for a year. Well, I don't know if you have mentioned it. I know what it is. I I've think I there. mentioned it because. If I didn't, I thought it would be a funny thing to mention on the podcast because it's like, it's sort of like, it's kind of like the outdoors, but it's all man-made and simulated. <laughs> it's like, yeah, so it's like, it's, it's perfect like, for me. It's like perfect, yeah. Yeah, so there's, there's no animals running around or, or uh-huh. like, you know, bugs like they would be in the woods, I guess you could, because there's still woods. But uh, <laughs> it's all controlled and the, and the water is all man-made and everything. So like, it's my, and nice, there's beer served if you, when you're done. It's just, a, it's just a nice, like, not quite the outdoors that i really like so i mean it is super cool yeah and so they have climbing that that like arches backwards i'm sure there's names for this in the climbing world but i don't know them out like you know you're in you're you're it's past vertical so you were climbing backwards and eventually you're kind of hanging to something that is maybe not parallel to the ground but but not too far from that and it's over this super deep pool so that when you fall off Mm. you go into the pool uh that just seems like so much fun i haven't done it yet because it wasn't open the day we went but uh I don't know. I could really get into climbing, not not as like a hobbyist, but I, I just think it's a really fun, yeah, way of doing that stuff. Well, it just it kind of taps into a lot of the, like playful kid primal yeah instincts. You know, I mean, my yeah. my daughter, we <laughs> we just went to the beach and she wanted to spend more time climbing on the like the rock jetties, you know, uh-huh. than uh, than playing in the sand, which is awesome. Uh, yeah, you know, but she just like it's like she just wanted to climb. I mean, she found all the most challenging little climbs that she could do and. You know, of course, mm-hmm. they're not really that hard, but, um, you know, but and it's just, it's just fun and like taps into something similar to, I don't know, kettlebells or pull-ups bars or things like that, that are just a bit more primal than a lot of the equipment we're, we're yeah. so accustomed to. Yep. I think that is all very, all very smart. Uh, yeah, we should, we should talk more about that stuff. I think, I think it's just, I don't know. I think, I think these forms of fitness are so much, they just do so much more for me, uh, because of that, I think it's probably a mental thing, but it's not that they're more effective because I'm not, you know, if, if you're trying to, you know, put on a hundred pounds of muscle, I'm sure the way to do that for the most part is not have, uh, not, not do kettlebells, but do, do a barbell, right? Where you can, where the right. weight is, yeah. the weight is more controlled for you. So you can just exert maximum effort, uh, rather than having to worry about stabilizing something. So anyway, it's not, not that it's better, but I think, I don't know. It just, it's something that for me, where I am in life with fitness, it just, it's just much more interesting now than than going to the gym. Mm-hmm. So I've, I've uh, well, we're about to talk about uh, my trip. 
I just got back from a trip. Yep. That's why I'm sick. I and I heard this involves vegan meat, right? It, oh, there is some vegan meat in there. Yep. Uh-huh. Good. But but I okay. went to one more kind of fitness thing that I thought was just a, I don't want to brag on my daughter for a minute. Uh, mm-hmm. Our five-year-old. Um, I know how much you love paddleboarding and kayaking. Oh, my it's favorite, like favorite, favorite activity. activity. The least boring thing I've ever done. <laughs> uh, no, I, I love it so much. And every time I bring it up, you're like, eye rolling and <laughs> you just you just hate it but uh we stayed the house we stayed on was on uh is they called it a river uh which i guess it was a river because there was fresh water where the fresh water met the ocean water but it felt brackish. more like a, isn't it called brackish brackish maybe <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I think I that's like a mix of salt and fresh water oh, oh yeah well i i don't know what it, i don't know what yeah they called it a river uh but um and and so I guess it was a river, but it felt kind of like a sound, like what we have in the south is, you know, you think of the sound. Um, a sound? Who has a sound? You don't know what the sound is? I know the sound in Seattle. Is there another one? Uh, well, yeah. I mean, I think of like all <laughs> North Carolina and South Carolina beaches as having. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. I, I, I did not know that. I don't, well, I don't even know what a sound is. Is it different from like a bay or like a... Like what I what I think of as a sound, and, and now I'm questioning whether I'm using that or whether you know what the official definition is, but um, is like uh, you know if there is the strip of beach, then uh, kind of behind that, a ways uh, behind the land, is uh, is is a place where the tide kind of comes in and out, and and but there's no waves; it's completely protected. Uh, it's usually pretty narrow, you know, but you can have boats and stuff like that in there. But so a lot of people will, like use that as a place to have their house and their dock and their boat and that kind of thing. Hmm. So is it the thing that separates an island from the mainland? Uh, or a peninsula? Yeah. Or a peninsula. Okay. That's probably right. Okay. I'd, Somebody's gonna be listening to this and think that we're yeah. we're idiots, but you know, but I mean, I, everywhere we go in the Outer Banks and stuff like that has has okay. sounds. Okay. Um. But anyway, so we were up in Rhode Island. Uh, we, we were staying on this river slash sound, and um, and my daughter, my my five year old daughter, saw a small boat that was at the house where we were staying, and was like, "I want to kayak in that. Or, I want that to be my boat." And I was like, "There's no way that you're gonna be able to handle a boat all by yourself." <laughs> but she did. She killed it. It was awesome. We went on these really long paddles. It was just like so cool to see kids develop a new skill. Uh huh. That is cool. <laughs> that is cool boring but cool <laughs> i mean I, I think i would enjoy seeing my kid do that too as long as i could be on the shore and not have to be sub- subjected to <laughs> that to be out there with just, yeah yeah uh, good well good for her that, that's actually really cool i'm glad to glad to hear that much better than playing video games or something on vacation yeah. which is what i did as a kid all the time yeah that's right um so you said you're sick that's a bummer you got that on yes. vacation too much drinking yeah. Yeah, you know, I think uh, lots of like lots of people, lots of travel, mm-hmm. airplane travel, and all that, and uh, and you know, and then just kind of eating a lot of bad food yeah. and drinking. Eat, drink, too don't much sleep beer as much, and... don't sleep all well. Yeah, it's exactly. It's a mix. And it's how you get sick. Exactly. So I wasn't. Thankfully, I wasn't sick during the actual vacation, but. Uh, hmm. um, so I have sickness news, and it's this will be important for podcast listeners who who have listened along to Erin's running streak, uh, which I've mentioned probably every few months that where she is. And she got up to two years uh, when we were in Virginia Beach, which is where my rope climb happened, my famous rope climb. Uh, 
Holden started getting sick. He's, he was there to play in the beach tournament. Uh, mm-hmm. He started feeling sick. So when we got home, we tested him for COVID. Sure enough, he had that uh, much worse than when he had it before. Uh, mm-hmm. his, his symptoms, it was like a flu for him for a couple of days. And then Aaron got it. And on, so I, I got her an uni pizza oven for her birthday. Yeah. Uh, cause she makes sourdough and sourdough pizza and things. So that was an amazing thing. It's, it's a, such a cool gadget. It's like a, it's just a nice little, it replaces our grill now, I think, cause we don't ever really use a grill, but oh, you, can, wow. you can use a grill pan in this thing. And I think it'll be adequate when we get rid of that huge grill. So that's a great thing. Um, but anyway, she was, we were having pizza, she was making it. And then suddenly she just, she just started going downhill fast. And by mm. the end of the night, she was in bed, like just saying, I'm, this is not right. Um, so she has been sick for almost an entire week, also has COVID and her streak ended and she's been now, she's now has a non-running streak going. She's up to, I think, eight days of non-running. Uh, well, first of all, I'm, I'm just so sorry to hear that she's been sick. I hope that she's on the mend. Um, but, uh, but the run streak, that's, that's, that's sad. <laughs> How is she feeling about that? <laughs> it is. She hasn't been down about that. Like it's been in, in the two years, you know, there have certainly been days when she didn't want to run or under normal circumstances wouldn't have run because she was like a little bit sick or whatever had, had injured, had fallen during a previous run and, you know, was, was messed up from that. So like she, she kept saying she didn't want to quit because she wanted to quit on her terms. And at mm-hmm. first her terms was going to be like a hundred days or like at the year mark. And so like we keep it in these things and we say, okay, is it your terms now? And she wouldn't because <laughs> she'd be all excited that she hit a year and want to keep going. Yeah. Um, so it's a little bit sad that like, she had to quit in in this way where it wasn't at all her decision but uh she truly just had had no choice uh i don't know i thought i thought i didn't mention this to her i thought it was sort of ironic that she started this thing like during the covid yeah uh, i was just about lockdown <laughs> yeah it was like covid sort of brought this thing on and then it also uh-huh. still two years later came back and and got revenge you know maybe that's maybe that's like i don't know maybe that completes the circle you know maybe maybe, maybe that signals as... signals the end of covid for the world is that what you mean <laughs> no but maybe like the you know you start something as a pandemic as a pandemic hobby or habit or whatever um, mm-hmm. and then you know the pandemic kind of ends it for you and maybe that's maybe that's <laughs> right. just a like a, a personal sign of like <laughs> right okay now it's time to move on yeah yeah exactly so uh anyway yeah it's, it's she hasn't run again since um not because she doesn't want to but she's just still been sick but She's she's backwards. She could probably get started again. So I, I'll be interested to see what she does. Uh, maybe we'll talk more about it in a future episode. But uh, anyway, just just wanted to share the news. Well, I appreciate it. I'm sorry to hear it. Send our send our condolences to the loss of her of her run streak. <laughs> I won't do that. Okay. Uh, all right. So we did want to talk a little bit about um, travel we meet. and vegan meat. I've been waiting all all day since you told me we'd <laughs> we have a vegan meat, meat topic today. I do, I do. I have I have two vegan meat topics. <laughs> Good. All right. <laughs> but first, why don't we why don't we pause for a second to uh, thank our sponsors? This episode is brought to you by Thrive Market. Thrive Market is an online membership based marketplace on a mission to make healthy living easy and affordable for everyone. They carry all of your favorite clean, nutritious brands that don't clean out your wallet. Shop everything from ethically sourced pantry essentials to clean, non toxic cleaning and beauty products. And if you find a price lower anywhere anywhere they'll even match it each and every item is vetted by thrive market standards so you get the highest quality products at the best price plus you can easily shop by diets and values like vegan keto low sugar zero waste non-gmo fair trade certified 
and around 100 options to sort by. Matt, you know I'm a big uh, I'm a big guy who I'm a big sorter because I have a lot of values. <laughs> I love a good I love a good fair trade certified item and uh, non-GMO, zero waste, vegan, all that stuff is yeah. uh, is is good. Yeah, it's nice to be able to like just know. Well, what you're I'm getting. not married to you, Doug. You've you've a lot of you be high maintenance person you're married to <laughs> with all these values. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> nope, can't get that. You know, I, I have a feeling you have just as many values. You just they just come out in different ways. <laughs> They're just you're just as picky as I am. I'm <laughs> Thankfully, Perhaps. a Thrive Market is here to, to solve that for us. <laughs> Not only can you find all your grocery items in one affordable place, but Thrive Market's fast and free carbon-neutral shipping also helps our planet. When you become a member, Thrive Market donates memberships to a family in need. They donated $4.5 million in healthy groceries already and counting. Thrive Market has monthly and annual membership options that suit your lifestyle. Matt, have you, have you uh, got anything from Thrive Market that you want to share? Uh, every month when I make my Thrive Market order, I just keep getting coconut water and Louisville jerky. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I okay, I'll, I'll tell a quick Thrive, Thrive Market story at the end of these ads because it's not really part of an ad, but it, it relates to them. It'll be it'll be free bonus coverage for them. <laughs> all right, all right, I like I like that. You know, I, I'm I'm a big fan of the name brand stuff because mm-hmm. it's always a little bit cheaper, and Thrive Market has a lot of like name brand peanut butter and almond butter and all that stuff. Wait, it's always cheaper. Oh, cheaper to get it on Thrive Market. Uh, yeah, like in, well, in, in a store, in, in any store, the name brand, you the know, store brand, cheaper. the store, brand. the store brand, yeah, yeah. Okay, I thought oh, you meant right, like, right, right, the store brand, not brand. name brand. <laughs> yeah, yeah, store brand. <laughs> and uh, and Thrive Market um, has their own stuff, and, and it's all just absolutely delicious. Yeah, you that's can what join the Thrive. Is. What's that? That's what the coconut water is, and it's my favorite coconut water on the planet. Ah, oh, well, there you go. That's a big endorsement right there. It join is. Thrive Market today and get eighty dollars in free groceries. That's T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash no meat and get $80 in free groceries. That's thrivemarket.com slash no meat. Thrivemarket.com slash no meat. And this episode is also brought to you by Compliment Essential, which if you're not paying super close attention to the No Meat Athlete and Compliment brands, Mm -hmm. you wouldn't know is the new name for what used to be called Compliment Plus, which is our eight critical hard-to-get nutrients on a plant-based diet all in one place. There's no question that a plant-based diet, Doug, is a nutrient powerhouse, as you know, since you wrote this. But no matter how great it is for your long-term health, no diet is perfect. Even a well-planned diet, even one like like Doug's vacation diet, can lack a few important <laughs> nutrients for your health. That's where Complement Essential comes in. We provide the eight hard-to-get nutrients in science-backed, bioavailable amounts, all in a simple black capsule you take daily. It includes the nutrients you hear a lot about, like B12, D3, and DHA and EPA, the omega-3s. But we've also added a handful of nutrients that are technically available through plant foods, but most of us aren't getting enough of. Zinc, iodine, K2, magnesium, and selenium. And that's it. Everything else you're probably already getting in abundance through plant foods, plant foods so we don't bother put them, putting them into the multivitamin. Uh, plus, we have exciting news. Complement Essential got an upgrade with 100% biodegradable packaging and a reusable glass jar with your first order. And maybe the best part is that now it comes with an essence of peppermint which means taking vitamins is a pleasurable, refreshing experience. And that, that is, that, there's, you can't overstate that point. Uh, that has completely changed my compliment, compliment essential experience. Uh, it, it wasn't that I didn't like taking it before. It was fine. I did it. It was, it was you, take your, you take your medicine. Uh, but now it just, it, it actually, it, in, in a way, it smells and tastes good, which is something I, you know, I'm not used to with uh, anything that has algae in it. So uh, 
Learn more about Compliment Essential at lovecompliment.com and use code NOMEAT at checkout to save an additional $10. That's lovecompliment.com and use code NOMEAT to save. All right, All right Matt, so- what's that? What's that bonus there, Mike? <laughs> my, my bonus. Uh, so we've been going to World Market a lot more recently since we moved. There's one near our house, uh, mm-hmm. and they have a bunch of stuff that I you know you know World Market. I don't know sure. if there's one in Asheville slash Black Mountain or not. I think of it's been and there's not or well there might be in Asheville, but I haven't been to one in years. But I used to go to one in DC. But I think of it as kind of having everything from like home goods stuff to like snacks and foods and yeah stuff. yeah. So there is one actually. I just remember this. There's one in South Asheville that I had been to a couple times when I lived there. Okay. Uh, it, I think it was, I think it's still owned by Bed Bath and Beyond, or it was owned by the same people. So it, it was kind of Bed Bath and Beyond, but like, I guess sort of a premium one without the as seen on TV aspect to it. Uh, okay. So they had, you know, they have like nice looking furniture, rugs, wall hangings, a whole bunch of that stuff. The store is probably seventy five percent that, and then the other twenty five percent is like food products, and it's like interesting kind of gourmet food products, wine, beers. Uh, I don't know, it's it's just a good store. I like going there. Um, but anyway. We so Holden wanted to get vegan beef jerky, Louisville beef, vegan beef jerky, for okay. his friend who has gone vegan in the past year, and uh, her birthday was coming, so we wanted to get her some. And so he kept saying they have it at World Market, like we'll just go there. And I thought, okay, so he must have been there with with Aaron, and she they must have noticed that they had the Louisville beef jerky there in this gourmet food section. So he and I went. We went to like three different stores getting stuff for his friend for her birthday. Uh, Got to World Market, which is a little further out of the way than the other stuff is. And we're looking all around. Finally, I texted Aaron and said, where is the the Louisville beef jerky here? And she said, it, like, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, we, uh, I've never seen it there. And I was like, hold on. Where? He was like, yeah, it's, in, it's you guys always say you get it at, at World Market. And I was like, <laughs> do you mean Thrive Market? And and then in that moment, we realized it. And I was very upset. <laughs> That's funny. It is. Oh, well, there you go. Thrive Market pulling coming through. Thrive Market greater than uh, than World greater Market, than perhaps. World Market, <laughs> except when it comes to furniture, maybe. <laughs> and wall hangings. At this point, you know, maybe one day Thrive Market will right. sell a bunch a- of furniture. Amazon used to be only books, and look at them now. That's right. That's right. Thrive Market could become the vegan Amazon. You know, I will say. I mean, okay, never mind. We don't need to go into the ad. But uh, <laughs> yeah, okay. Let's move on. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, so uh speaking of of uh plant-based meat i have two i have two pieces of news okay uh, let's start with the jerky since we're you know we've been you, you and i are both big fans of the little Ooh. vegan jerky they have never been a sponsor but if they right. ever wanted to be then um, i also have vegan jerky news whatever's the same as yours have you tried the beyond yeah vegan jerky that's what that's what my news is okay well that's my news too so i was uh i was running into walgreens during the trip on my yep. way to a, a disc golf to play disc golf i was looking for uh, some sort of electrolyte water drink because uh, i had forgotten to bring hydrate with me to the beach which was a huge mistake mm-hmm. uh, compliments new drink yep. um and uh and i was checking out and right next to the checkout was a giant beyond jerky uh stand and i was like yeah. what this is crazy it's like front and center beyond <laughs> jerky didn't even know it was coming out knew nothing about it grabbed a couple bags the teriyaki and the original mm-hmm. and uh and, and uh, well, at, what was your opinion of it? <laughs> Why don't you well, tell your part of the story? Yeah, it's not much of a I mean, in Virginia Beach, we, we had some because uh, they found it somewhere. But my mom had texted me about it, and I think she saw it at Walgreens. That's where she got it, and she said mm-hmm. Walgreens, and I thought that was surprising, but also really good. I mean, that's, that's amazing to me. Like, that's mm-hmm. 
that's where you go typically to get absolute junk food, right? Like like that's that's just the worst food you're right. gonna eat if you're stopping yeah. there to eat to Chips get snacks. And... Yeah, I mean just it's all it is snacks and candy and all that. So not to say that Beyond Jerky isn't junk food, because it probably is by by most people listening to this as standards. Maybe not. At least it's vegan junk food though, and at least it may be more satisfying than than other junk food. Uh so and and just good you know the, the fact that we have penetrated that kind of market with with vegan stuff is amazing yeah. to me. So I'm I'm very happy for that. Uh, as far as how it went, I will say the texture of it was be- was more like real beef jerky than like the Louisville mm-hmm. beef jerky that we like. Uh, but the flavor to me was not nearly as good. Yeah, uh, same similar experience. Uh, I thought that the texture was probably much more accurate. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was super dry. Was yours dry? It was it was pretty dry, but a lot of beef jerky is. I don't know if that's yeah, a, right. maybe, maybe the best beef jerky isn't that dry, but I, I thought that's what it was. It completely dried out yeah. stuff. Well, so, I mean, it's been forever since I've had real beef jerky, and even then, like, I was probably mostly eating cheap <laughs> right. beef jerky. Um, Wild Bills, is that what it's called? <laughs> yeah, it's like exactly, yeah. Um, you know, but uh, it was just, it just wasn't as pleasurable of an experience as, uh, as Louisville was. Yeah, it's not as richly flavored and and like that mm-hmm. that louisville because it's like you said not as dry it's like a little chewy or something not, not hard chewy but like like spongy yeah, <laughs> uh right, spongier yeah. and for some reason that's that's a little bit richer tasting uh-huh. yeah i'm with you but i just i just thought it like you i just thought it was awesome that they had it in walgreens front and center and yeah and that it was you know that it, i think it would be a suitable substitute for a lot of people i don't know how it compares on price um but yeah uh, you know, I even went back and, and got more for the plane ride. Yeah, I think that's, that is right. It's a suitable substitute, and if you if you care a little bit about vegan things, or if you think it's a little bit healthier than than regular beef, which I think it probably is, I would I would argue that it probably is. Mm-hmm. Um, then yeah, maybe people will make the switch the same way that I think some people get Impossible Whoppers instead because they like they feel good about themselves when they eat a vegan meal or a plant based meal. Uh, even if even if just it's for sort of a muddy bunch of reasons, they're not going to go vegan or anything, but they just want to do something better. So mm-hmm. if that's what if that's how it works, good. That's that's to me is that's the purpose of Beyond Meat. Well, yeah. that and giving me delicious meat alternatives sometimes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but that is you know they, like we've talked about many times, they're not going after the vegans. You know, they're going after the right. Yep, the general population and uh, and having a, su- a suitable substitute to actual vegan jerky or actual beef jerky mm-hmm. is uh is is the way to do that uh okay. and so so speaking of um uh i found out yesterday i have not is uh, when was the last time you were in a cracker barrel <laughs> i i mean 20 years probably <laughs> so a funny tidbit um we've actually been stopping at cracker barrels to <laughs> stretch legs not to eat <laughs> But it's like to go in the country store to go in the country store and go pee <laughs> and like stretch our legs. And then we usually eat a sandwich in the rocking chairs, like eat a, a packed like peanut butter. Of your own sandwich. sandwich. Yeah. 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 Uh-huh. Which I mean, d- definitely not not kosher, but, you know, maybe we'll right. buy like a drink in the country store or something like that. And yeah. but yeah. <laughs> because they're like clean and they're big and people can the kids can run around and there's like all this kind of built in entertainment in the country store. We've actually been using it as a uh, really? as a rest stop. That's, that's um, a good tip. I might check that out. 
I mean, uh, I, usually, but, I usually ignore completely ignore. It's like a blind spot. I don't even see Cracker Barrel signs <laughs> because at, at some point I looked at, at when, maybe when I was vegetarian, maybe vegan. I don't know. I looked at one. I was in a pantry or something and just like Googled the menu or something, or maybe I even stopped at one and went and looked at the menu. I forget. And it was I could not find a single thing that I could eat. I mean, just not even not even yeah. close. Maybe, maybe that's I mean, changed. I don't know. But it was well. So this is the news. Oh, okay. Uh, Impossible sausage is now served at all Cracker Barrel locations. Oh wow, amazing! Yeah, isn't that amazing? Yeah, that is amazing. So I wonder if you can. I wonder if a lot of things can now be easily veganized or at least plant based eyes if it's not going to be, you know, cooked in different. I'm sure. I'm sure they're not separating the pots right. and pans. No, and I'm things sure they're not. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, I want. You like, know, I have no idea. I imagine are there still things you can get, or is everything else still has? You know, um, I, you know. I imagine that like everything's still covered in butter and all that stuff. But I just thought that was a huge like of of all the places. Yeah. Cracker Barrel right. is kind of right. one of those that I would not expect to, right. to embrace a, a plant-based meat. Definitely. Um, so I, I have a review of Impossible Sausage, and it's a very bad one. I, I, the, the grocery store near our house doesn't, ha, had not had Beyond Sausage. So they had Impossible Sausage in a tube. Uh, have you seen this stuff? No. Okay. It's a, you know how like sausage, some types of sausage maybe jimmy dean sausage yeah is yeah, in isn't like that white, like, like plastic thing yeah that like just soft tube uh-huh and i don't know is it meant to be sort of liquefied in there and it almost squeezes out of the tube or is it you're supposed to like cut it out of there i don't really know but liquefied no, yeah so, so the impossible sense. thing i got and i don't like i partly i was wondering was it supposed to be frozen and i got it and it had not been for had been unfrozen for too long but it was it was like very very soft and squishy inside that white plastic tube and so they didn't have the other stuff i was making some meal that required sausage so i got that instead of beyond sausage like i would usually get and like i squeezed it out of the tube into the meal and stirred it up and it you know kind of kind of crumbled once it started to cook a little bit you could you could get it to crumble uh but it just had this, this smell that was like off-putting i don't know i just did not like it at all and I, maybe it was meant to be like breakfast sausage, which sort of has its own aroma compared to mm-hmm. other types of sausage. Um, so anyway, I I tried it and I I like I couldn't even I didn't even use this the other tube I had bought. I just threw it away. I just I was very disappointed in that one. Um, mm. It could have been a bad experience. Could have just been like a could have been you know that it wasn't handled properly or something. Uh, but I was curious. So I'm, I'm curious to know if other people have tried the the impossible sausage in a tube. Um, would love to hear. If, that is good or not yeah okay interesting i have not i have not tried it i've not seen it um when we first went vegetarian there was a i don't even know if it's still around anymore uh, but there was a sausage in a tube that you could get like with the other like veggie sausages oh did you ever get that oh was it light life uh maybe light life made back then made some not very good things yeah but (laughs) yeah well we used to we used to get it a lot and then um quit getting it because uh i don't know our tastes adapted i guess yeah um, but we used to get it as like a substitute for you know sausage every you know not every morning but mm-hmm. for like weekend mornings or something um and uh i was recently thinking back on that and how like sticky and hard it was to cook and it was just like it would get over all over like stick to your spoon and just get all right. over everything right and i'm like man i'm so glad we moved beyond that <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah right and and Honestly, this, this impossible sausage, as, as much as I am bad mouthing it, is, is way better, I think, than that stuff was. Yeah, so, right. You know, I'm I'm spoiled now. 
But yeah, I'm I'm I can continue to be amazed by Beyond Sausage how good it is. It just it's just remarkably good. And again, maybe because I haven't tried the real thing in a long time, but mm-hmm. I'm I am never disappointed with Beyond Sausage. <laughs> um cool all right so so we're already at 45 minutes here or 40 okay. minutes but we have um, more topics so i wanted to talk about uh my trip and eating and kind of share some uh a, a warning to to listeners of what not to do because <laughs> i feel like you know i i I know what to do. I know how to travel. I know how to <laughs> how to eat healthy when I'm traveling. But it's just so easy when when you're on a vacation or something to just default to like junk food and like treating yourself and and not taking care of yourself. So we went to the grocery store. We um you know but instead of stocking up on on health foods for breakfast and lunch, so that then if you're out to dinner eating junk food, it's not that big of a deal. Um, we just or I I shouldn't say we I I just started grabbing all the like treat foods that uh that i don't Mm. normally eat at the house and so then i was eating junk for breakfast i was eating junk for lunch i was eating junk for dinner and by the end of the week i just felt total like total garbage (laughs) so (laughs) so i guess uh you know maybe maybe take a second to remind people um of some tips that that i would say you should do if you're if you're going to the beach for a week if you're going on a trip for a week and traveling then and then if you have anything to add to that then uh okay yeah yeah, I think I mean this is this is good because I think we all figured out how to travel a few years into this or mm-hmm. near the beginning, and it was easy because then then I mean two things were working in our favor. There was there was not the the proliferation of vegan junk food that there is now, like yep. all the vegan meats we just mentioned, uh, and we were brand new. So like I remember it being fun to go on vacation because I had this new diet, and it was like fun to go to the store and get all these healthy things and be eating so healthily. You know, like making vacation work for the first time when I was vegetarian or vegan. Yeah. Like yeah. it was exciting and it was fun. And like I said, that sort of vacation health inspiration that I get sometimes, it was that. And so like once you're over that and now it's like, you know, it's, you really just want a vacation and you want to be able to go <laughs> treat yourself and not, not worry about this maybe. Uh, yeah, definitely. So and, and now it's now it's easy to get the junk food too. So uh-huh. good. I think it's a good, good topic. Yeah. I mean, I, I remember I used to... And I still probably might do this if we were driving to the beach or something like that. But I used to bring my 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 uh, my Vitamix um, so that I could you know, yeah. have smoothies and stuff every morning. Yep, definitely that. But okay, so biggest tip is when you is to go to the grocery store and control any of the variables that you can. Right. So uh, if even if you're eating out dinner most evenings or something like that, like go to the grocery store. Get a healthy uh, breakfast, get a healthy lunch, you know, stock up on the foods that you would be typically eating at home anyway. Maybe even try, uh, maybe use it as a, as a fun opportunity to get like different fruits or different vegetables that are in season wherever you are that maybe aren't in season for um, where you're coming from. Uh, but, you know, so you can kind of have a little fun with that. But, mm-hmm. but stock up on the, on the healthy foods for breakfast and lunch. And then uh, my second big tip would probably be to like have – you know, like I was, I was, I knew I was going to drink more alcohol. I knew I was going to do things that I, you know, outside of my norm. And, and that was just going to happen. Like I was going to run less. I was going to drink, drink more, that kind of stuff. But like have on hand, um, your, your, like your vitamins, your hydration mix or, or your coconut water or whatever you're into, you know, have, have like those types of things that like can help you just feel a little bit better, um, on hand instead mm-hmm. of leaving them at home. Yep. Um, you know, maybe, uh, maybe like if you have some sort of gut 
get nurture type mix, you know, or, or something like that. Greens like, powder. A greens powder. Yeah, greens powder. Exactly. Like all that yeah. kind of stuff that you know you're probably not going to get as many salads, so bring your greens powder. You know you're not yeah. going to eat as well-rounded food. Make sure you have your, your, your vitamins. Yes. All that kind of stuff. Definitely didn't do any of that. Uh, unfortunately, <laughs> <laughs> which was so dumb. I mean, I could have easily just brought the greens powder and I had a, a dose of greens every day, but I didn't. Um, and, uh, and then I guess my, my third tip would be, um, when you are going out to, to dinner, like, uh, maybe do a little bit more planning than we were, I was, you know, I was just kind of doing the go with the flow type thing, you know, which mm-hmm. is, it's just good, good to do anyway. But, um, you know, and show up at a restaurant, that, you know, it's like maybe a bit more seafoody than, um, maybe because we were at the beach. And yep. seafood heavy yep. and just kind of really limited in the in the amount of like vegan options that you have yeah so seafood restaurants are really bad about that like you would think like because a pescatarian diet is not that far from a vegan diet like you move the fish and then then seafood but like somehow at seafood op- seafood like it's like i think because they're already everything's you know supposedly healthy in in a seafood aficionado's mind perhaps <laughs> a fish aficionado see that doug oh very nice uh I think because it's already all healthy dishes, they don't bother to make like a a, a vegan dish. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. Because there's no reason to, why would you remove the fish if fish is so healthy for you. People would say. So it, I think that's why it's always hard to find things at at those places. Mm-hmm. But it is. It is very hard. So you know, I ended up eating just a bunch of junk uh, at dinner, and so a little planning ahead, I think, would have been would have been worthwhile. Um, so planning ahead, like for dinner time, like uh, like you would be the the guy who says, "Nope, sorry, everyone, we have to go to this." vegan restaurant of mine or this place that has some more options for me uh i mean maybe a little bit of that like maybe just encourage something yeah, think, a little I different mean, um, i think a couple one or two nights you could push for something yeah. a little more that works for you better exactly or or just think ahead in the fact of like eat half a you know eat eat a little bit of food before i go and then just kind yeah. of get a, a side right. a, a salad or something like that and not not look at not treat the restaurant as my only source of, of right. food for the night right Yes, those are good tips. Uh, that that's not an easy situation, like going on a vacation like that, where you're among a bunch of other people who like living in a house with people who don't eat the same way, and all and going out to dinners and all that with them. It's that yeah. that you know that's gonna be tricky no matter what. Uh, so yeah, I think I think what you said is right. Like, and that's a good vacation strategy in general. Even if you are just on vacation and it's you can go to plant-based restaurants like you're still going to eat a bunch of junk i certainly did that when i was i think i went to wilmington for soccer uh and we ate like we ate these big vegan junk food meals because they had a bunch of vegan restaurants so we just ate dinner like every night i felt gross and stuffed at the end of it but it was really fun because we were on vacation uh so even if you're doing that i think i think the rule of like just eat really healthily in the daytime that still makes a lot of sense yeah uh it's a little hard like if if I buy chips or anything like that for my like pretzels, like we just I just don't buy those because if we do, the kids will go, they will just eat it all. Like it, like they'll just they just have no self control around that stuff, maybe sure. because they never get it, so they just or, or rarely do. So we just don't buy those things at all. So vacation is hard because like if other families are there and their kids are having popsicles and chips and all this, mm-hmm. like I don't mm-hmm. want our kids to have nothing. So then we do the same. Uh, but I think if, I think if you can just be in the habit, like you said, of avoiding that, have other healthy things. And uh, yeah, what you said, like the greens powder thing, like I've actually been doing that recently. Like until we had compliment uh, daily greens, I was, I would bring my athletic greens samples, which I really never liked the taste of at all, but I would hold my nose and chug a, a athletic greens mixed with water uh, each day on vacation, just so I get that extra boost of salad type 
ingredients. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> you know, so um, I think that's a good idea. I think I think if you can just bring a bunch of those things, even if it's like not, I mean, who knows how 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 different one serving of greens does makes your day if you're eating junk food the rest of the day. But I think just having those little habits like remain intact, I think that helps a lot. I think it just helps you make better choices throughout and, and doesn't let things sort of spiral out of control because Definitely. you're always kind of checking in and hydrating and whatever. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, I would typically drink a smoothie for breakfast, uh, mm-hmm. for example. Um, and if I, we didn't have a blender or anything like that, I wasn't going to make a smoothie, but if I, if I had a banana and a cup glass of daily greens, and it's almost like having a smoothie in, 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 in it, or it's similar, it's a similar kind of experience mm-hmm. to having a smoothie. But, you know, instead I was, I was eating, uh, you know, plant-based sausages and, and cereal and, you know, all kinds of just like junk food that I wouldn't normally eat at home. And, um, at least certainly not during the week. And, uh, you know, and then just kind of like threw me, completely threw me off and, and set me up for a downward spiral throughout the rest of the day. So, yeah. uh, you know, whatever you can do to, to kind of keep your routines, I think is, is worthwhile. You also, I, while I also, also treating yourself. I think the idea of just like radically simplifying the way you eat on vacation uh-huh. up until dinner time is really good. Like, so like if you, sometimes we talk about that you could just eat some fruit for dinner or a smoothie for dinner. And that would be a weird thing to do at home. But like, it's not the worst thing in the world. If, if circumstances make you have to do that, like in many ways that might be a healthier, your body might benefit more from sort of a break meal like that than, you know, the typical big dinner you might have. Um, so I've heard people talk about like being fruitarian during vacation or at least in the daytimes on vacation where they just only eat fruit. And I think if you like had a strategy like that, where like you're not, you don't have to be strict about it. That doesn't mean you can't have some hummus and veggies at happy hour time or, or even be done with this thing by happy hour time. Um, doesn't mean you can't eat, uh, I don't know, maybe a bagel or something if that somebody gets bagels in the morning, but like if most of you're just eating fruit throughout the day and you buy mm-hmm. a box of greens and you're just sort of snacking on those, even if not making a whole salad, but just take, I literally, most of my greens that I eat, I, I eat them this way. I just take handfuls out of the box and eat them while I'm yeah. cooking. Uh, like if you just do that, I don't know. I think that's, I think that's really not a bad way to eat and, and to do it for three or four days is probably a nice thing for your body. So it's yeah. simple. And like, that's, you can always do that almost anywhere. Even if, even if the, you didn't bring your, your air fryer or your blender or all these other things that we have, have in the past brought along on vacations, uh, you know, Brought you can still fryer. do, you can, when we first got the air fryer, the, not just a small air fryer, the Breville smart air oven pro <laughs> thing that like the size of a, a t, old TV set, uh, <laughs> we brought that. Because we just depended on, we made tofu in it, like for the kids, and we used mm-hmm. Air News for her, her Chef AJ uh, cauliflower breakfast each day. Like we we used it plenty when we brought it, but I was just disgusted with myself as a human being when we brought that on vacation. <laughs> I thought, what, like, what am I doing? <laughs> uh, that's funny. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, you know, hopefully this uh, will bring some ideas for people, but also just kind of be a reminder to. Don't uh, don't do what I did, or you're gonna end up sick. And don't be like Doug. Don't be like Doug. <laughs> yes. Except uh, except go paddleboarding because that's don't be like Matt and think that it's boring. <laughs> nah, I don't know. Well, we can we can do another episode on that one day. <laughs> uh, all right, all right. Well, uh, thanks everybody for listening to this kind of random episode. But yep, I enjoyed Fun it. Random episode. Me too. All right, sounds good. Uh, all right. Talk to you pretty soon.